With Hashem's help, you're listening to the Deadly Dvar, episode number 144. Okay, so in the previous Daily Dvar, so we mentioned the concept that the Chavetz Chaim says that a person has to have the desire for money, of course. The way a person has desire for money, we're not supposed to have the desire for money, I'm sorry. We're supposed to curb our desire for money. We're supposed to have a desire for Torah and spirituality like our desire for money. And if we are missing spirituality, it's supposed to make us sad like somebody who's very in tune with money. That's his thing. So if you would lose a great amount of money or even any one of us, so a person would be very sad. And if a person would make a tremendous amount of money, so a person would be very glad. So a person has to at least have that type of feeling towards spirituality if a person has a tremendous accomplishment and a, a tremendous attainment in spirituality so it has to make him tremendously happy so so the Chavitz Chaim says however with us it doesn't it doesn't really work that way it doesn't work out that way and he says it's not because we lack a moon and we, it's not that we don't trust we don't believe that indeed this is true that all of the spirituality is the highest attainment that we can possibly get but rather it's because we haven't really thought about it. We haven't thought about, we haven't thought deeply, we haven't meditated on the idea that what's going to be in our end, what's going to be after 120 years a person passes away, am I going to have what to show for my life? And he says it's important that we realize that when we say in Vidui and we say, we say in the confessional, we say, it wasn't enough for us. We didn't really consider it enough to the spirituality. And we see Ashamnu, we say all the different sins that we've done. So it's not enough to just say those things, even if at the time a person feels it. But a person has to really think about it, and he has to accept upon himself. Part of tshuva is accepting upon oneself, not to do it again in the future, that it shouldn't continue in this way. Right? We have three steps to tshuva. One is charata, regret for the past, and, re- and accepting upon oneself to change in the future. And he doesn't accept upon himself to change, so he hasn't completed his tshuva, he hasn't completed his repentance, as the great holy works, the holy svarim say. Now the Chavetz Chaim explains something which on the surface, the verse seems to be very difficult to understand. The verse says as follows, it's talking in the Tochacha, in God's rebuke to the people of Israel, if they don't do what the Torah says, so it says, V'hisvadu asavoynam, They'll confess their sins, and the sins of their fathers, in this that they transgressed with me, and they went with me as if everything was just by chance. So the verse continues and says, I too shall go with them with chance, and I'll bring them into the land of their enemies. It doesn't really make any sense. What did these people just do? They just admitted to their sin. They just said that they did something wrong. And what's Hashem saying that He's going to do? Hashem is saying, I'm going to destroy them. I'm going to continue to go with them in this happenstance way. I'm going to continue to punish them. Why? So the Chavetz Chaim says exactly what we just said. That why? They're, yeah, of course, they're confessing about the things that they've done. They're saying, yeah, I did this wrong. But they're not planning to change in the future. If a person doesn't plan to change in the future, he can beat his breast all he all he wants. He can he can go clap clap clap, alchet 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 ashamnu baganu. And if it doesn't mean anything, if it doesn't mean anything for the future, if it doesn't have a ramification for him to change, so then Hashem continues to go with him in that way that he that he chooses to go, which is Hashem continues to punish punish him. Heaven forbid. So that's why the Chavetz Chaim says it's so imperative and important that a person remember when he's saying Slach every day. If he says, Hashem, forgive me for a certain sin, he has to accept upon himself not to do that sin again in the future, not to transgress that same transgression. And he has to make sure that he plans to change. 
Right? This is actually explicit in the verse. The verse says, Yazev Rosha Darkoi, the evil person should leave his old ways, Vish Oven and the one who's done evil should leave his original thoughts via Shoival Hashem and return to Hashem. Meaning the only way that a person can do proper tshuva, to proper repentance is only if he says he's going to change his ways and he accepts upon himself, himself and his mind, that he's going to change his ways and not continue to do those old evil ways. And the Chavetz Chaim explains in a footnote, the, what's the understanding? Why don't we say, we come to Hashem, we ask Him for forgiveness in two different respects. One way is we say, Hashem, You're our Father, forgive us like a father. And on the other hand, we say, forgive us like a king. Because if a person is Zoha, if a person merits, and he's on good terms with Hashem, and he's serving Hashem properly, so then when we do something wrong, so Hashem could look at it in one of two ways. He could look at it as if we did it, Bishogig, as an unintentional thing, or as, as if we did it Bemezid. Because there are some things that could go really either way. They are on the edge. So if, if we're on good terms with God, so to speak, so then Hashem judges us like a father. Like a father loves his son. Judges us for good. But if we're not on good terms with Hashem, we're not doing what we're supposed to do, so then heaven forbid Hashem will consider it as if we did something wrong. He'll judge us like a king to his servant. Thanks for listening to The Daily Dvar.